What is an EDF? And how do ETFs work? How to buy and sell EDFs? What is an EDF? An exchange trading fund ETF work is a form of securities that follows an index, sector, commodity, or other asset and may be bought and sold on a stock market like any other stock. An ETF may be set up to track anything from a single commodity's price to a vast and varied group of assets. ETFs can even be built to follow certain investing strategies. The SPDRS and P500 ETF, SPY, which tracks the sample 500 index, is a well-known example. ETFs can hold a variety of investments, such as stocks, commodities, bonds, or a combination of them. An exchange trading fund is marketable security, which means it has a price that can be purchased and sold easily. Key Takeaways An exchange trading fund, ETF, is a collection of assets that trade on a stock market. Unlike mutual funds, which only trade once a day after the market closes, ETF share values fluctuate throughout the day as the ETF is purchasing and selling. ETFs can hold a variety of assets, including equities, commodities, and bonds, some are limiting to holdings in the United States, while others are global. Compared to buying equities separately, ETFs have lower expense ratios and lower broker commissions. Because it trades on an exchange like stocks, an ETF is terming an exchange-traded fund. Mutual funds, on the other hand, are not trading on a stock exchange and only trade once a day after the market's shut. How to Buy and Sell ETFs Online brokers and traditional broker-dealers both trade ETFs. With Investopedia's list of the best ETF brokers, you can see some of the greatest brokers in the business. Robo-advisors like Betterment and Wealthfront, which employ ETFs in their investment products, offer an alternative to traditional brokers. How do ETFs work? The fund provider holds the underlying assets, creates a fund to monitor their performance, and then sells shares in the fund to investors. An ETF's shareholders own a piece of the fund but not the underlying assets. Nonetheless, investors in an ETF that tracks a stock index may get lump dividend payments or reinvestments for the index's stocks. While ETFs are meant to mirror the value of an underlying asset or index, such as gold or a basket of companies like the SCAMP 500, they trade at market-determining values that are typically not the same as the asset. The following is a condensing description of how ETFs work. An ETF provider evaluates the whole universe of assets, such as stocks, bonds, commodities, and currencies, and builds a basket of them, each with its own ticker. Investors can purchase a share in that basket, just as they would a company's stock. Like a stock, buyers and sellers trade the ETF on an exchange throughout the day, underlying fluctuations and risks. ETFs like mutual funds, are frequently praised for providing diversity to investors. It's crucial to remember, though, that just because an ETF has several underlying positions doesn't imply it won't be influenced by volatility. The possibility for big swings is mostly determining by the fund's breadth. A broad market index ETF, such as the S&AMP, P500, is likely to be less volatile than an ETF that follows a single industry or sector such as an oil services ETF. As a result, it's critical to understand the fund's focus and the sorts of investments it holds. This has become even more of a worry as ETFs have gotten more specializing in tandem with the industry's solidification and popularization.
the fundamentals of the country that the ETF is tracking, as well as the creditworthiness of that country's currency, are essential in international or global ETFs. The performance of any ETF that invests in a specific nation or area will be heavily influencing by economic and social volatility. When deciding whether or not an ETF is viable, several criteria must consider. Read more. The golden rule is to know what the ETF is following and to be aware of the underlying dangers. Don't be fooled into thinking that just because some ETFs have minimal volatility, they're all the same. How to invest in ETFs Purchasing an ETF with a lump amount is straightforward. Let's say you wish to put $10,000 into a specific ETF. You figure out how many shares you can purchase and how much the commission will cost, and you end up with a certain amount of shares for your money. However, the tried and true method of developing a position for modest investors is dollar cost averaging. This technique involves taking the same $10,000 and investing it in $1,000 monthly increments. Because the price is greater in certain months, you'll buy fewer shares with that $1,000. This is called dollar cost averaging. The share prices will be lower in other months, allowing you to purchase more shares. ETFs vs. ETNs ETFs and exchange traded notes ETNs, are sometimes mistaken because they seem identical on paper. Investors should keep in mind, however, that these are two quite distinct investment vehicles. ETNs will have a defining strategy, as well as the ability to track an underlying commodity or stock index and have an expense ratio, among other things. ETNs, on the other hand, have a distinct set of risks than ETFs. The solvency of an issuing business poses a risk to ETNs. Investors are frequently out of luck if an ETN's issuing bank declares bankruptcy. It's a different kind of risk than the ones connecting with ETFs and it's one that investors eager to join the ETF bandwagon might not be aware of. Advantages and Disadvantages of ETFs Because it would be costly for an investor to acquire all of the companies in an ETF portfolio individually. ETFs, give reducing average costs. Because investors only make a few trades. They only need to complete one transaction to purchase and one transaction to sell, resulting in lower broker commissions. Each trade is usually charging a commission by the broker. Some brokers even provide no commission trading on some low-cost ETFs, significantly lowering investor costs. The expense ratio of an ETF is the cost of operating and managing the fund. Because they mirror an index, ETFs usually have low expenses. If an ETF tracks the sample 500 index, for example, it may own all 500 equities in the index, making it a passively managing fund with less time commitment. Not all ETFs, however, follow an index in a passive way. 